Bible coffee talk. Valley Dentier. Hello, everyone. You're listening to Bible Coffee Talk with me, Allie Benfield. I'm so happy you're tuning in. I hope you're well and living your best life for Jesus Christ. On my podcast, we talk about subjects that some, if not most of us, are going through, dealing with, or just want more information about. But we apply the Bible and our love for our Savior, Jesus Christ, hoping that it will enrich our lives and help us as we walk righteously in obedience with the Holy Spirit. And we do it while enjoying a hot cup of coffee together. Because after all, this is a fellowship between friends. Am I right? So grab your coffee and your Bible and let's learn more about Jesus Christ together. Sound good? Awesome. Let's dive in. Hey everybody, thanks for joining me today. Bible Coffee Talk with me, Allie Benfield. I am so glad you've stopped by. Today, I am drinking a Van Hoot Mocha coffee. I think that's what it's called. <laughs> it's from Van Hoot and it's very, 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 very good. It's half coffee, half hot chocolate Keurig blend. So when it brews, it just, it blends it together so beautifully and it is delicious. I haven't had this brand before. Justin kind of talked us into getting it and it is fantastic. I highly recommend it. I don't know if it's my favorite just yet because I have a lot that I really like, so that's hard to say that it's my favorite, but it's really, really good. So if you get a chance, try it out. You won't be uh, you won't be uh, disappointed for trying it out. Today's topic is on walking in the spirit. And before I continue, I just want to say that noise you hear in the background, that war noise, that's my fan because where I'm from, it is hitting the mid low to mid 30s and with the humidity it's hot I did have my air conditioner on and that was glorious but it actually made it too cold so the fan is just right it's perfect so forgive me for the noise in the background but uh, it's gonna be on because <laughs> it's just too cold it's just too hot sorry just too hot anyways before I continue I just want to turn this entire podcast over to the Lord for his blessing and approval so let's pray Dear Heavenly Father, God, I just come before you giving you thanks and glory and all the honor for all that you do. Lord, I ask that you uh, bless this time together that uh, we have. I ask you to use me, Lord, as a vessel to get your message and your word to those who need to hear it. I ask that I speak eloquently and that your Holy Spirit speak through me. And I ask that you um, anoint all of us with the Holy Spirit so that his presence is felt through us. I ask you for these things and I thank you for these things in your precious name, Jesus. Amen. Okay, so today is a new day. And with all new days, a fresh possibility comes with it. And who doesn't want a fresh possibility or a fresh start or a new beginning, a clean slate? I think everybody wants that, especially in today's day and age. With all that's going on, with all the crap, with all the, the un, unsettledness, with all the, the worry and the stress and the unknowns, wouldn't a fresh possibility be just grand? <laughs> I know it would. I know I would appreciate a fresh possibility. And the only way that we're all going to get that is through Jesus Christ. By asking for forgiveness, by turning a new leaf over, by repenting, by and when you repent, it's not just saying, I'm sorry, and continuing on. That's not what repentance is. Repentance is saying, I'm sorry, and changing the behavior. Because then you're no different than, than anybody else, you know? You, you see people going to, 
Um, and I'm going to use the Catholics for a second. You see people going into the confessional booth, and they're like, Father, forgive me, I've sinned. It's been such, and such a time period since my last confession. And the priest will say, so tell me what you've done. And so the person tells the priest what they've done. There's no remorse there. There's no change in the behavior because they leave and a new week begins and they do the same thing over. That's not repentance. Repentance is changing the sin, changing the behavior, turning it over to God, asking for His Holy Spirit to help you through that to bring change. Walking in the Spirit, the Holy Spirit, means being different. Justin and I, in the last little while, I'm going to say the last two weeks, we've done a lot of bonding and a lot of talking. In that time period, I think I've said to him, we as Christians, we are all held to a higher standard. And I know he's when he hears this podcast, he's going to roll his eyes and he's going to go, yep, yep, we have had this discussion many, 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 many times. But we are. As Christians, we are held to a higher standard. We are to be Christ-like. When we give our word, when we say something to somebody like, I will pray for you, then you better make damn certain you're praying for that person. If you say to that person, um, you matter to me, and I will be in your corner, and I will encourage you, and I will help you when you falter, I will help you when you struggle in your 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 day-to-day -day life, if you have some sort of spiritual attack, um, warfare going on around you, call on me. That's what we're supposed to be here for each other for. We're supposed to sharpen each other's irons. That's what the Bible says. So, by walking in the Spirit, when you say that to someone and then you bail on them, when you take off, you are not walking in the Spirit. When you say one thing, when you talk a good game, but you can't back any of it up with your actions, you're a hypocrite. You are a liar. And you're not fooling anybody. You can, you can make all the posts on Facebook. You can slather your car with all kinds of, you know, stickers and banners saying, you know, repent and the end is near and Jesus loves you and he died for your sins. But if you're not walking in the spirit, if you're not acting Christ-like, if you're not backing up your actions with your words, if you're not being Christ-like and loving people and trying to lead them to Jesus, if you're judging them, and you're not even helping them. The Bible says that we're supposed to, when we have a dispute or a disagreement with other Christians, we're supposed to resolve them because again, we are held to a higher standard. We're not supposed to swear at them. We're not supposed to belittle them or curse them. We are not supposed to abandon them or throw them away like garbage. We're supposed to go to them with our grievance in the hopes of resolving it through Jesus Christ, so that together, as a brother and sister in the Lord, or a sister and sister in the Lord, or a brother and brother in the Lord, you resolve your issue, you continue on to do the good for the kingdom, so that you can spread the Lord's word, hoping to sow the seed, hoping to save souls with the help of the Holy Spirit. That's what we're supposed to do. So when you have somebody who is saying one thing and doing another, be on guard. Be very, very on guard with these people because their their faith is not a personal relationship with Jesus Christ. Their faith is religion. They are so stuck in the in the pigeon toe hole of religion that that's all they see. Thou, thee, you better no. Jesus died on the cross for you and for me. When we are 
when we are supposed to be uh, walking in the Spirit, we are supposed to be saving souls with the help of the Holy Spirit, with Jesus Christ on the tip of our tongues to lead people to the kingdom so that his message is spread to the whole world. Because before he returns, his message has to go globally all over the world. And if it doesn't, he's not coming back anytime soon. So if you're talking a good talk and it's not backed up with true feelings or, or action, then that's all they are, just empty words. Now, walking in the Spirit means trusting Him fully. It means turning everything over to Him. It means turning over a new leaf. It means being Christ-like, being loving, loving people through Jesus, praying for them. They could make mistake after mistake after mistake if we know who they are as a person, if we know that, you know what, they're struggling, they're having a hard time. You know, they're going through something and they've made it very clear that, you know what, I feel like I am under such spiritual attack and I can't seem to make heads or tails of it and I need prayer. Please pray for me. Now, if you bail on that, Christian, you will have to stand before the Almighty God and explain why you bailed on that person. But on the other side of your face, you're trying to save people to the kingdom. Well, hold on a second back up because correct me if I'm wrong but if you're trying to save souls for the kingdom of heaven and this person has asked you to pray for them because they're going through something and you abandon them let's say they're on Facebook and you block them let's say that you turn your back on them and reject them shame on you shame on you you will be held accountable for that you will and you really shouldn't be going around preaching the kingdom of heaven if that's your mentality. Jesus died on the cross for us. That's to save us, to, to bridge the gap between a separation from God and us forever. He did that because he loves us. If he can die on the cross for us, can't we live for him? Shouldn't we be living for him? Shouldn't we be living Christ-like? trying to save souls, trying to plant seeds, to bring people closer to God the Father? <sighs> Breathe, Allie. <laughs> okay, so recently I heard something about um, how God uses people for his ministry. And it's basically explained like this, that God is a director and he's given everybody a part in life. And you choose what role you want to play. Essentially, here's the script. I will let you ad-lib. You can make whatever choices you want. You can make whatever um, changes you want to make to the script. But here's, here's what it is. The Pharisees, when they were, you know, all over Jesus, and they were saying, you know, why this? And how come you're doing this? And this isn't how it's supposed to be done. They had a choice, too. They did. And the Bible says that they rejected Jesus and his teaching. They rejected it. And that was their choice. So they rewrote their part in God's grand play, if that's what you want to call it. I forget how it was worded when I read this. But um, they rejected Jesus. And they're able to do that because God gives us free will, free choice. When... 
When God made us, his intention was for us to love him, to follow him, to obey him, to, to worship him. And because of what Satan did in the Garden of Eden by uh, deceiving Eve, who kind of told Adam, you know what, like, we, we can eat from the tree of knowledge and be just like God. And because of their sin, that's when all of mankind, everything shifted, everything changed. We are automatically sinful. We all are. And to say that we're without sin is calling God a liar. So these people that say, you know, I don't sin, you know, I'm, I'm Christ-like, you know, I'm, I'm whoa. <laughs> Hop off your high horse. You are not sinless. You are not perfect. There is only one who is perfect. Let me tell you who he is. His name is Jesus Christ. You are nowhere near his <laughs> level. You are nowhere near his, um, his status. You are full of sin. Right from when you wake up in the morning, you are engaging in sin from your dreams, from your thoughts, from the things that you do. You're sinning right out of the gate from opening your eyes. And there's nothing you can do about that. That's just who we are. It's in our DNA. It's who, it's just, we are a sinful people. We are. But because of what Jesus did, because he died on the cross for us, we are forgiven through him. Okay. Back to, to, to the topic. Being uh, people, being Christians who are supposed to walk in the spirit. When you walk in the Spirit, when you ask the, the Holy Spirit into your, your life to dwell in you as a temple, to ask Jesus Christ to live in your heart, to change who you used to be into someone that he wants you to be, when you turn your life over to God and you say, I believe in you, and I believe you sent your son Jesus Christ to die for me, you are a new person, a new creation in him, in Jesus Christ. Now, when we walk in the spirit we are supposed to emanate Christ we are his ambassadors we are representing Jesus and the kingdom of God we are disciples we are children of the Almighty God can I get an amen whoop, whoop. <laughs> okay if that's who we are and we say that we love Jesus Christ and we say that you know yes oh yes when it comes down to it you know when the uh, the Antichrist comes or the mark of the beast comes, I'm not going to take it. And I'm going to live for Jesus. And when it comes down to it, I'm going to die for Jesus. <laughs> Hold on. I am just doing my podcast. Um, then you need to live for Jesus now. It's one thing to, it's one thing to say, you know, oh, I'm going to be like this. But if you're not backing up your words, if you're not living for Jesus now, if you're not walking in the Spirit, being obedient, being faithful, being loving, being kind to others, being compassionate, forgiving, if you're not being helpful, if you're not being supportive, if you're not being encouraging, if you're not being um, uh, understanding and resolving issues with other Christians, if you're not leading others to Jesus Christ properly then you might as well get out of whatever you're doing, whatever ministry you're in, whatever beliefs that you're holding on to, because you know what? You're doing it for all the wrong reasons. And you might think you're doing it for the right reasons. You might think that you're getting away with it. You might think that, you know what? Oh, I'm doing it because I love Jesus and my intentions are pure. But you know what? Jesus sees right through that. He does. And I'm not saying I'm perfect. 
I am flawed. I am a sinner. I am I, I'm nowhere near perfect. I am nowhere near uh, I, I'm, I'm not tooting my own horn. Lord knows I'm not. I make my fair share of mistakes. I mess up. I, I sin daily. Lord knows I do. The difference is I go to him in forgiveness with a humble heart, with sincerity, and I ask for forgiveness, and I ask the Holy Spirit to try to help and change my ways of thinking, to lead me, to show me in the Bible, in the Word, where I need to go to read more about what it is he wants to teach me. And when I do that, I am filled with the Holy Spirit. And when the Holy Spirit fills me, others see him through me. I have had people say that when they look at pictures, they see the Holy Spirit through my eyes. I have had people say, you know, he's... I feel the Holy Spirit. When you pray, I feel the Holy Spirit through you. And that is not me. I take no... no... Um, honor. I take no... no glory in any of that. That is strictly the Holy Spirit. Amen. I... And I have said this many times, the Holy Spirit does not get enough recognition for the awesomeness that he is and the things that he does. He is powerful beyond measure. He gives me such strength and calming um, peacefulness. He leads me in the times where I think I'm not strong to, to go. He, he gives me courage. He just ramrods my back straight and my lifts my head high and says, you can do this. And you the reason you can do it is because I'm with you and Jesus Christ is right beside you and he will never leave you. We can do this now. Let's pick up our bootstraps and let's get going. And it's only when that happens and I listen to that that I see miracles and I see blessings and I see doors open that aren't otherwise present, that aren't visible, that I can't see. Sometimes there's, you know, I don't understand things. And, and even Justin, when we, we talk, it's like, I don't know how this is going to happen because this just looks like a hopeless cause. And before you know it, when you pray and you ask the Holy Spirit to, to make a way for you, when you anoint yourself with oil, when you ask the Lord for his blessing, boom, doors are opened. Blessings are, are heaped upon you. And I just got like a massive wave of chills, Holy Spirit, thank you. Walking in the Spirit means walking a different path than those who are walking unrighteously. Those people that seem to um, have it all together. And I, again, Justin and I just had this conversation. Those people that seem like... You see them all over Facebook, you know, they have, you know, the big houses and the big cars and, you know, the fancy jobs and they have, you know, get-togethers they're going to and, and they're making all these grand posts all over Facebook or Instagram or wherever. You know, they're bragging about it at the water cooler at work or uh, talking about it over the phone like, oh, I'm just so happy. That's not, <laughs> that's not life. Life is never perfect. It's not. And God did not say that being a, a follower of his is going to be perfect. We're going to, we're going to struggle. It's going to be difficult. He never said that it, we were going to be given everything we wanted. And those people who make those posts of their perfect life that try to get others to be envious of, that's why the Bible says don't be envious. Don't. You don't know what's going on behind closed doors. That person that's boasting about, you know, um, living in this great big house, they're probably struggling to make their mortgage. And that person with that fast car, 
is probably just racked with anxiety because their car is going to be repoed because they can't afford the payments. Maybe not, but maybe. You know, these people that say, you know, oh, I've, you know, I've got this huge gathering with my family. They might be the black sheep, and they're just spouting off a lot of garbage. You don't know. What you read sometimes isn't what, you, what it is. When we walk with the Holy Spirit, we're not to have anything to do with this world. We're in this world, because where else are we going to go? We're not supposed to be of the world. We're not supposed to be engaging in the same filth that other people are. And just because they seem to have it all together doesn't mean that they do, and doesn't mean that they have everything, and doesn't mean that they're happy. They could be miserable and faking it. And wishing that, you know what, the little post that you made about, you know, being so in love with the, the love of their life, who is their best friend, who is genuine, that other person who's faking it is probably saying, I'd give everything up just to have someone like what this person has. Or I would give everything up just to have that peace that that person has because they know Jesus Christ. Wow. I'm going to turn my life over to Jesus Christ because I see that this person isn't faking it. And I see this person living a life I want to live in the Holy Spirit. You know, they're, they're happier. They're content. They're, even though they're struggling in some things, they don't let that bother them because they're under the protection of the Almighty God with Jesus Christ. They're under the protection of the angels. And even though strife and life and garbage is going on around them and <laughs> they're struggling. They're not going to let that beat them because God's got them. And even with Job, when he went through everything and, and you know, Satan's like, I bet, Sa I bet, let me start over, I bet Job, who has everything, wouldn't love you so much, God, if you took everything away from him. And God said, you know what? You can take things away from him, but you're not to hurt him. You're not to kill him. He's mine. Uh, we'll see. We start taking things away and we really start to, to put him under um, pressure. How fast do you think he'll turn, God? I bet you he'll turn really, really fast. And God's like, he's mine. He's mine. That's the struggle that we go through. God's saying, you know what? Even though... You know, Linda. I'm going to use her as an example. It's just a fake person. So even though Linda's going through all this garbage, no, no, Linda's mine. I know Linda's heart. I know Linda's mine. I know her spirit. Her spirit's mine. She loves me deeply. And even though you can take her job, and even though you can make her homeless, and even though you can make her hungry by not, by not providing a means for her to have food, she's still mine. And I'm not going to let her starve. She might not have the best of food, but she'll have something. And she might not be uh, living in a grand mansion, but you know what? There's friends that have agreed to let her stay with them, or there's a homeless shelter that will take her in. She's, she's provided, and she knows. And if she keeps having faith in me, even though all this other garbage is going on around her, I will reward her for her faithfulness, her loyalty, and her love. That's walking in the spirit no matter what's going on around you holding on even if all you're able to to reach out and touch is the hem of jesus garment 
If you can touch his garment and just say mercy and help, that's it. That's all you need to say. He'll hear that. If all you can do is cry, he hears and collects your tears. If all you're able to do is just put oil on yourself and just say, Holy Spirit, help me. He hears this. We are never going to be, you know, perfect. We're never going to be without sin. God knows this. He knows this. And that's why he made allowances through his son dying on the cross to bridge that gap. And so long as we reach out to touch his garment, to ask for forgiveness, to try to repent, to turn away with a humble and sincere and genuine heart, he will meet us halfway because he tells us he will. So that's my podcast today, guys. I just, I really want to encourage you to, to reach out, to, to ask the Holy Spirit to bless you, to fill you to lead you where you need to go, to walk with the Spirit, to say what you mean and mean what you say. If you tell a believer that you love them and that you'll never leave them and that you will pray for them and you will be an encouragement to them, then mean that. If you tell someone that you will pray for them, then pray for them. If you tell someone that you will be their friend and that they can always count on you, then be that friend. If you've got an issue with someone, then take it up with them resolve it. That's what we're told to do. Bury the hatchet. Don't let the sun go down while you're angry with a, a brother or a sister in the Lord. Don't. I don't care if you're friends, best friends. I don't care if you're family. I don't care if you're spouses. Don't let the sun go down while you're angry. That's a horrible way to wake up, man. And You're not starting the day off with a fresh slate with new possibilities. Can I get an amen on that? So be encouraged, guys. Reach out to the Lord. Pray daily. Ask for forgiveness. Even for the things that you don't recall or remember, ask the, the Lord to forgive you for the things that you can't remember. And strive to be Christ-like. I'm going to leave you with this verse. Joshua 1.9. It is an encouragement to my heart. I hope when you read it, it's an encouragement to yours. If you need help, to walk with the Lord, to walk with the Spirit, and you don't know how to do that, if you need help to read the Bible, if you need help to pray, or you don't know how to pray, I encourage you to reach out to me on Facebook. I'm never on Facebook these days just because it is a cesspool of garbage. <laughs> I don't like it. Justin and I have decided to just step back permanently for a little, <laughs> a little while. Um, but my messenger is always open. My Facebook is, is still there, so you can still see it. Um, and if you send me a message on Messenger, I will see it, I will read it, and I will reach out to you, and we will get you knowing who Jesus Christ is, and uh, we will plant the seed so that uh, when the Lord Jesus Christ comes to collect us and bring us home, that you are caught up in the sky with him, and you are at the Lamb's Feast, at the table with <laughs> the Lord Jesus. That is just an amazing thought that comes to mind when I, when I say that, and I envision it. Anyways, guys, stay encouraged, uh, and we'll talk to you soon. God bless. Bye for now. Hey, guys, I just wanted to thank you for taking this time with me today to fellowship and learn more about our wonderful Heavenly Father, His perfect Son, Jesus Christ, and the incredible Holy Spirit as we apply the Bible to our lives and our faith.
I hope that what you heard today has touched your heart and is tended to and ministered by the Holy Spirit. I pray that he fills you with his discernmentship and understanding so that the words of the Bible imprint on your heart with meaning and worth. Until we're again together, fellowshipping over coffee, this is Ali Benfield signing off. Bye for now, guys. Bible Coffee Talk. What? You're still here? Podcast over. Go home. Go.